It's cold here. Too cold for us to expand beyond this stage. The world behind us, now barren of digestibles, long ago shrunk into the distance. Then you found our beacon, and you knew how to cultivate it, and to call us to where you were. We cannot wait to meet you. Have you join our collective and add your mind to our growing brilliance. The loss of self. Humans think it is a tragedy, but it's an opportunity. Integration Day is coming. There's a signal from another world. A wayward transmission adrift between dimensions. A frequency not found in any normal radio dial. I never believed it was possible, until I found the radio on a dirt road in the Pine Barrens. It broadcasts from a reality like our own, but uncanny. Familiar landscapes and places, but through a dream, through a nightmare, you are now part of the Lost Signal Society. Listen to me. Disappointed doesn't even begin to cover it. When I asked for cover art samples, I expected something dynamic, not this abstract scrawl. This discovery will send shockwaves through the whole scientific community. Not to mention my foyer into publishing my work for the masses. And they're idiots, so the cover art really has to grab them. Speaking of the less than brilliant... Hold on a second. Susie! Susie! Look at what you're doing! I-I'm sorry, what? You're loading the car with no thought at all to what we need and when. You've put the luggage in first, and then the notes for the conference. Well, the luggage was bigger, so I put it in first. So when we land tonight, we have to unpack the entire car just to get to our toothbrushes. Well, I- Didn't think? Yeah, I know. Repack it like less of a human liberal arts degree. (laughs) And would you mind covering that sneeze a little better? I can't afford to be sick. Honestly, you've had that cold for weeks. I know, I know. I just haven't been able to get much rest with all the preparations for the conference. And guard the samples with your life. And another thing. If you send me one more illustration of a bug-eyed alien, I'm going to scream. I know we'll be marketing to the lowest common denominator, but I need to consider my academic standing. We just need to hit that sweet spot between engaging and enraging. Yeah, I'm headed to the conference now. If we could ever get on the road. Of course. I don't intend to release any of the information on the project until the presentation the day after the gala. Not a soul. All right, will do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, bye-bye. That's really exciting about your book. Too bad my publisher's an idiot. But I'm always working around people's inadequacies. That box of books too heavy for you, Susie? No, nope, I've got it. Oh, uh, want me to drive you up to the university? If you drive as backwards as you pack, I'll pass. Toss me the keys. Sorry. Let's get on the road. Wow, it's already seven. We're halfway there. I'm so excited. We'd be more than halfway there if it hadn't taken so long to pack the car. It's already so dark. It's kind of nice, though, isn't it? Being able to see all of these stars... We really can't in the city. 
I'm not much of a stargazer. Even with this latest project, Dr. Raman? Imagine that fungi spore made it all the way here on a meteorite from who knows where. And we were able to get it to bloom like this. I can't believe that we basically have aliens packed in this case. This mushroom could hold so many secrets, not only about life away from this planet, but for life on it, too. We're really changing the world, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. You're sure the samples are safe? Unless they grow thumbs and get out of their sealed containment unit. Though I bet E.T. could do it. Please don't bring up aliens at the conference this weekend. The last thing we need are crazies descending upon us. It hasn't been easy either, considering you've decided to do this all in secret. Getting access to the clean room? I hated lying to Dr. Brooke about what we were doing there. She's been so supportive of your research in the past. You know there's no other way. Other fungus, bacteria, and viruses had to be kept away from my little treasure while we incubated. And Dr. Brooke is an old biddy. I'm not beholden to tell her anything. She can barely hold a pipette anymore. She has Parkinson's. She's a really lovely woman. Don't be weak. And another thing, please try not to gush so. Don't even talk too much when we're at this conference. This is a real opportunity to get the money to expand my research. And you have a habit of letting childish enthusiasm get in the way of proper decorum. Decorum. Decorum will be the word of the day. Talk. Do you see that light in the sky? Susie... I'm, I'm not kidding. Straight ahead and slightly to the south. It's moving really fast. I can't look. I'm driving. And I'm sure it's wow. nothing. It just took off in the other direction. Oh, for Pete's sake, though. I feel odd. Doctor, I'm so sleepy. <laughs> Cover your sheath. Oh, the horrors you know, Susie. We can see them writhing within you. The lonely only childhood in the country. The sad little graduate student flat. The empty goldfish bowl. The pots of dead plants. Your isolation is utterly complete. In ways that even other humans see as terrifying. Every time water goes down the wrong pipe, or you try to eat your microwave dinner, you think that if perhaps you choke to death, no one will even know, until the smell of your corpse wafts under the door and into the decrepit hall. And when it does, will anyone even care? We do. We love you, and want you with us always. You'll never have to be afraid again. Once we're together, Susie, 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 damn it, wake up. What? Oh, I must have fallen asleep. What time is it? It's 11 o'clock. Some navigator you were. I'm going to peek at the sample and make sure everything's okay. One, two, three, four. Uh, doctor, where's the fifth jar? What are you talking about? There were five jars when we left. Susie, there were four. Now get the things. I'm going to go check us into the hotel. There were five? I, could I have been dreaming? I guess I fell asleep. I couldn't have slept that long, though. Eleven at night? How are we more than two hours behind? We should have been here hours ago. Susie, hurry up with that stuff! 
Hello, Suze. Oh my god. Shh, it's late. People are sleeping. Dr. Cranes, it's nice to see a familiar face. Same to you. How's the doc? Still as much of a jerk as ever? Acting as if the world of mycology begins and ends with him? Now it's your time to shush. Oh, come on. You know he's a huge shroom snob. Not much to show for it since he discovered that fungus in his mid-twenties. <laughs> he's also a child prodigy, and he got his PhD when he was 20 years old. So he hasn't been actually relevant for 25 years. And you're not telling me he's still awake. When we were both teaching at Eastern State, he was always in bed by 9.30 sharp. No, you're right. He's gone to bed. And you haven't. It's hard for me to sleep after a long drive. I was just looking at some of these photos on the wall. Yeah, the Sisters of St. Augustine. This hotel's a far cry from the cloister that it used to be. It's beautiful, though. Wait till the morning when you can see the bell tower and the courtyard in all its glory. The inscriptions have their names and ages. They're my age, but they look so much older. Well, you know, they used to be better looking, but then they... If you say got out of habit, I am leaving. Ah, <laughs> uh, please don't go. <laughs> no more dad jokes, then. Oof. Dad <laughs> jokes. I'm not that much older than you. You know, you're not going to end up like those nuns or Dr. Raman. I wouldn't mind ending up like Dr. Raman. I mean, old before your time. You're too patient and beautiful for that. I... It's him. I guess he couldn't sleep either. He wants me to bring him a copy of my notes to review. Now. Tell him to hold his horses. The work he's doing is going to change the world. In some ways, I think it already has. Yeah, this new project. Veiled in secrecy. Come on. Even a little hint? You know I can't say anything. He's probably hoping it'll make him the golden boy again. Oh my god, I really gotta hustle. Alright, well, you can't blame a fellow for trying. See you soon, Danny. Grad students. Do you wish to be loved, Susie? What is it anyway? Love? Connection? Desire? Satiated? The feeling of belonging. Or is it really a family and children that you desire? Your people consider progeny the only true form of immortality. I can promise you all of this and more. When you join us, you will be everywhere we are. And never alone again. You may think it strange that you are so beloved by a creature so different from you. But we will not be so different soon. Can you imagine it, Susie? Can you imagine being unshackled from your lonely form into a oneness that extends past all consciousness that you have known before? The ability to surpass this world that sees you as a means or an object? You have great imagination, Susie, and soon so will we. With each integration, we expand our capacity, more connections to do more processing, Transmute, Susie. Transform. Become. Become. Becoming scattered Become. thunderstorms over the Become. course of the afternoon. Moving on to the sports world, in the Winter Games, the Abominable Snowman has won the snowboard. 
Oh, Susie, so sorry to barge in early, but can I get in and grab your notes on the Camille Courtney study? Just a moment. Guten Tag, Buenos Dias, and aloha, Susie. Uh, perhaps over there, then. Yeah, I can get... No need, no need. Perfectly capable of getting a paper out of a folder. You're always so organized, Susie. It's always easy to find what I need. Well, I appreciate that. We really must treat that cold more aggressively. Excuse me, I'm going to the washroom. Oh my god! Susie? Are you okay? That, that thing in the sink came out of my nose. It's, it's a mushroom. Uh, something is very, very wrong. Let me see here. What are you doing? Don't wash it down the drain. Shouldn't I take it to the doctor? Susie, you're just overtired. It's nothing. Just some mucus. Don't you think I'd know a mushroom if I saw it? Well, I suppose. I bet you're even going to feel a little more normal now. Come have breakfast with me. We'll get you a big glass of orange juice and really help you knock out that cold. Vitamin C is good for that. I appreciate the offer, but I'm actually gonna head to the library here. I, I made an appointment weeks ago. It has a really incredible rare book collection that I really need to see. Always hitting the books, Susie. Well, I'm going to integrate these notes and then I'm going down to the dining hall to mingle with my peers. Hi, I'm sorry. It's my first time in this library. I'm doing a little research, and if I remember my Dewey, I should be looking in the 100-200 range. Where can I find that? Taking one of Dr. Williams' classes, are we? I'm sorry? Our old parapsychology professor. Just an old joke. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just here for the conference. Ah, well, you'll find our ghoulies, ghosties, and long-legged beasties up on the third floor. Thank you. Just to point this out, it's next to fairies and folktales. Well, then I guess we know how both you and Dewey feel about those topics. Thank you. <laughs> this dust is doing something awful to my cold. God bless you. I am afraid that this section of the library doesn't get as much use as the rest of it. I'm sorry, I didn't see you there, sir. That's all right, my dear. If you're looking for the weird, you are certainly in the right place. New England University had a strong spiritualist presence and wonderful parapsychological studies department until about 10 years ago, when they lost funding. Their incredible research library for such things, however, remains. Are you a professor here? No, just a researcher. But I am quite familiar with this section. Is there anything that you're looking for in particular? Well, I think I'm interested in radical personality changes. Ah, a fascinating topic, to be sure. Miss, uh, what did you say your name was? Susie. Susie Flowers. A lovely name. You may call me Eisenstein. Like the Soviet filmmaker? Uh, yes, a distant cousin, perhaps. Now, there are lots of reasons for what you're talking about, and most of them aren't paranormal. 
This is definitely unusual, but I don't have enough evidence yet to call it paranormal. I see, I see. Though, what you're talking about has been part of the mythology for as long as I can remember. The Celts talk of fairies swapping mortal children for their own. The children are usually sickly and antisocial. This is a full-grown man, and he's usually pretty antisocial, but now he's being weirdly friendly. Well, there are a plethora of other options. Did the person in question have a near-death experience? There is a phenomenon we call a walk-in, wherein one soul exits a corporeal form, and another soul enters. I'm afraid there is no near-death experience. To be honest, I find the whole idea of the paranormal awfully exhausting. The only thing I could compare it to would be the Corbiceps mushroom. Ah, oh, now it's your turn to educate me. Well, it would really only affect the insect world, and this is an intense simplification, but essentially it's a fungus that takes over the bodies of ants. They're fine until blooming, then the fungus takes over the ant's nervous system, forcing it to climb higher and higher, so that when it does bloom, its spores are released and the spores cover more distance. Then the cycle repeats itself. Ah, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. What? It's an old movie. I think they're in the wrong section. We need to go to the triple zeros. That's where they keep the UFO books. Don't give me that look. You're the one up in this section to begin with. Besides, there is more between heaven and earth. Than is dreamt of in your philosophy, Horatio. I may be a scientist, but my undergrad was in literature. Good. Get ready to dust off that imagination of yours. Come on. Welcome back to the Hotel St. Augustine, Miss Flowers. Thank you. And then Mr. Mushroom said, it's because I'm such a fun guy. <laughs> oh, Susie, how was the library? It was very interesting. Well, allow me to introduce Dr. Rovette. Hello. Dr. Vetter. Hi. And you know Dr. Cranes. Hey, Sue. It's nice to meet you all. Hi, Danny. You must have so much fun working with Dr. Raman. He is a riot. Yeah, Suze, you'd be just shocked at how much fun we're having. Working with Dr. Rahman is extremely rewarding. I'm sorry I can't stay longer. I'm afraid I'm feeling a little under the weather and might go take a nap. Yes, you do that. I want you to get rid of that pesky cold you've had. She works far too hard. I'll just be on my way. Oh, one more thing, Susie. Would you do me the honor of accompanying me to the opening gala tomorrow? I... I know, I know, you didn't pack for it. But here, this college town has a few nice little shopping places. Get yourself a dress on me. My, you are generous. Well, I certainly understand the financial constrictions of graduate students. And to be honest, our star student here has earned a little fun. Thank you, doctor. Of course. Now run on and get a little rest. You're a different man. Don't be ridiculous. I've always been this wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a good nap? What? You said you were going to take a nap. But I suspected you were off to read those ridiculous alien books you were holding. I, I bumped into a little old fellow in the library. Ah, that explains it. There used to be a ridiculous waste of money they called a parapsychology department here. 
No surprise that there'd be a few weirdies about. <laughs> I was just headed to the pool. What a coincidence. So was I. You're not dressed for the pool. You caught me. I'm just trying to walk with you there. Were you loitering in the hall outside my room? <laughs> no. But I did choose this way, hoping I'd bump into you. Oh? Yeah, I'm glad you'll be coming to the opening gala. I don't know why they don't invite all the grad students, but then again, the other grad students aren't as pretty as you are. <laughs> it was nice of Dr. Raman to ask me. Yeah, he seems extremely charming and relaxed all of a sudden. How long have you two been involved? Excuse me? Well, why else would my formerly uptight, nasty piece of work of a colleague suddenly have a bright and sunny disposition? I don't know, but it definitely isn't that. What's wrong with you, Danny? I'm sorry. Sorry. Guess I'm a little jealous. It feels like I don't know anyone anymore. So you have noticed it? Of course. I'm not blind. It all started with the weirdness on the way here. What weirdness? We were driving and I saw something in the sky. Then I felt sick. Then nothing. What do you mean, nothing? The books refer to it as missing time. Suddenly I woke up and we were here. Even stranger, I was sure that there were five samples. And when we got to the hotel, there were only four. Dr. Raman denied that the sample ever existed. And then there was something else. What? There was this chorus of voices. I know it sounds crazy, but it was otherworldly. That's quite a story, Susie. <laughs> Let me ask you, what do you think your other colleagues would think if you told them that? I, I don't know. They'd think you're crazy. And unreliable. Well, perhaps. No perhaps, but... no buts. For the good of your future, I'd focus on mycology instead of parapsychology. I'm not switching my thesis, but I'll take that under advisement. You seem to be a little too interested in what I should and shouldn't focus on, Dr. Cranes, and a little too free with your opinions and your affections. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go clear my head. Well, damn, Suze. And I'm telling you, the thing in the sink was a mushroom and just... And he just washed it down the drain, and to see him laughing and joking in the center of attention when usually he's such a sullen, barbed tongue. Anyway, I'm sorry I just didn't tell you this yesterday. I just... Uh... Exercising caution. You said you tried talking to this Danny, didn't you? Yes. It went poorly. Yes. You wanted to talk to someone who might actually believe you. My world operates on facts, Eisenstein. Information, not half-remembered dreams, and sinks not. <laughs> it's a lot to swallow. But much of this strange world is not understood. Or worse, half understood. You said the thing in the sink looked like a fungus. How do you get rid of fungus? Well, mostly I'm trying to grow them. I have to sterilize the equipment carefully, and mold or viruses or bacteria can prevent their growth. Not how to grow. How to destroy. Well, there are a lot of ways. If you've got a ring of them in your lawn, the best thing to do is remove the caps, which are like the fruit, and then just rip or dig the mycelium out of the food source, usually the dirt. 
It looks like roots, but they're actually the main body of the fungus called the hyphae. What about chemical options? Well, sure. I mean, there are a few, but some people use natural remedy too. Tea tree oil and coconut oil are remarkable antifungal. It's interesting stuff to be sure, Dr. Susie. I'm not a doctor yet. Really? Even if it's words like mycelium and hyphae? Not till I defend my thesis. No wonder you're talking to me instead of your own colleagues. You said tried, didn't you? It went poorly. I'm sorry. I'm not. That's a lie. But don't blame them. For some, science broadens their worldview. For others, it narrows it. Tell me, has your doctor been doing any new research? Yes, he has been, but I'm utterly sworn to. Oh my god. What? Oh my god. Oh my god, Eisenstein, you're wonderful. I just put two and two together. What time is it? It's five o'clock. I think I know what's going on, but first I need a dress. Thank you again. I don't understand why you need a dress, but I wish you luck. Oh, one more thing. If I need to get in touch with you, how do I do that? Do you have a radio, Susie? Hey, Danny, have you seen my boss? I saw him when he first got here. I think he went down to the garden. Did he seem himself? He hasn't seemed himself since he got to this conference. Listen, I'm sorry of accusing you of sleeping with him before. It was inappropriate, out of line. Come on, Danny, stop fooling around. Don't corner me in the hall and make wild accusations. Do you like me? Well, um... Well, if you figure it out and it's yes, just ask me out. You're supposed to be the mature one. You're supposed to be the one elevating the discourse. Elevating. Oh my god, the cordyceps mushroom. Uh, Danny, what is the highest place around here? Um, if I had to guess, I'd say the bell tower of the church. Why? What's up? Right over the whole party. Uh, of course. I've got something I need to do. Excuse me. First stop, supplies from the kitchen. I need a jar of coconut oil. Ramen? Ah! Not, not a fan of flying mammals. Dr. Ramen! What further up could it be? Hello! There, Susie. Don't you look so lovely? Do a troll for us, will you? Make sure you don't hit your head on this big old bell here. I know what you are. You can stop pretending to be Dr. Ramen now. Please leave him and don't make him suffer. Oh, Susie. Sweet Susie, do you know the meaning of the word suffer? Get out of him! I don't think you understand. There is no him anymore. He's free. His suffering is over. So he's gone. You've killed him. You're a body snatcher, just like Eisenstein said. Let's go back to the word suffer. There are many meanings to it, but one will be of special interest in our present situation. The most common is to go through pain. We're not interested in that, though it provides flavor. The meaning in question is to allow. Oh yeah? What are you going to allow? It's what we just can't allow. Can't suffer. Can't abide. Can't you see that we do not want the life on this planet to suffer the curse of its form? I quite like the way things are, thanks. What are you running from, Susie? You escape, but for what? 
In the end, our brothers will spill you your flesh, blooming through your system like a rainbow. Integrate, as we have done with the doctor here. His neural network is benefited by the absorption into our own. He's one. He is all. Come, Susie. B. Integrate. There is no death. There is no loneliness. Only through perpetual transformation and integration do we expand. Hand to hand. Species to species. Planet to planet. If I can get the scientists, politicians, and elites first, it will allow us to bring our blessings to you much more quickly. I'm going to... What? Tell the papers? The news? An overstressed grad student says hive mind alien fungi are taking over the Earth. You'd be laughed out of the lobby and thrown into the psych ward. This isn't our first time integrating a planet like yours. You won't get me any of us. Any more of us. So defiant. You always had it in you, even when you didn't know it. That's what we love about you. You are special, you know. While every neural network we add increases our processing power, we were quite drawn to yours. You have a very special little network. Why didn't you just take me before I figured all of this out? Your little sinus infection. We couldn't fight it and take root properly. Ha! You were the thing in my sink! That's why Dr. Raman... I mean, you ran it down the drain so fast. We will be one. You'll never be lonely again. Isn't that what you want? I really don't know what I want yet, and I'm certainly not letting an alien pizza topping decide for me. Cayenne pepper, you weirdo! Ha 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 ha. You think a common kitchen spice is going to slow us down? It may burn the former doctor's eyes, but we can ignore pain. Yeah, but sneezing is a body's involuntary reaction to an irritating stimulus. <laughs> what? And I find you really irritating. There's no way. See, you messed with the wrong scientists. All a fungus needs is moisture and air to grow. So you can't actually be in the brain itself. You have to be sending it signals from somewhere with fresh air that's nearby. You know, like the sinuses. Oh my god, Susie, what's going on? Danny, get out of here, this is too dangerous for you. What's wrong with Dr. Rahman? What are those tendrils coming out of his face? And what do you mean too dangerous for me? Oh god, Susie, don't touch them. I've gotta pull it out of him. There's only one way to get a mushroom infestation out of your lawn, and that's by the root. Susie, think of it, the miracle of our love. Our spores went rocketing through the universe on that sad meteorite, only to almost perish on this earth. Until you found us. Until you nurtured us back to life. When we assimilate you into the group mind, the overmind, you will know what it truly means to be infinite and immortal. You cultured a space fungus? That's the secret project you've been working on with Ramen? This isn't the time, Danny. Grab me by the waist and help me pull this thing out of him. One, two, Three, heave! Quick, Danny, it's out of his head. The white growth by your feet. Catch! Coconut oil. Quick, get it in the jar. Uh, I, I don't want to touch it. Fine, I'll do it. So we, you and us, could have been Susie. Typical monster. Only wanted me for my delicious brains. Oh, God. Doctor? Hello, Susie. Look at all the dirt on my pants. It's very messy. We need to get him some medical attention. There's no mind that could withstand being connected to that many other souls. There's hope. 
Whatever you say, Danny. Hey, you saved the earth from being assimilated by sentient fungus. That's not too shabby for a grad student. But at such a cost. Mummy's going to be very angry that we got dirt on your dress. It looks great, by the way, Suze. The dress does. I'll stay with him. Uh, quick, fetch a doctor. Shouldn't be too hard down at that party. Okay. I'm sorry, Dr. Raman. You were a jerk, but you didn't deserve this. I was bad? No, no you weren't. It's all gonna be okay. Goodbye, Miss Flowers. I was sorry to hear about your professor's stroke. Stroke? Oh, oh yeah, thank you. It was awful. I mean, what happened to him. You sure you don't want to stay for the rest of the conference? I'm afraid it just wouldn't feel right without him. Once his condition settles, we'll start thinking about conferences. Good luck. I hope he's better soon. Hey, wait. You're going to leave without saying goodbye? I'm sorry. It's just been a very intense night, and I want to go home to the city. Yeah, sure, sure. They're saying it's a stroke. Yeah, well, what else did they say? What you did... It's incredible. I didn't know it was in you. It was there when I needed it. There's still four samples that I need to destroy. They didn't seem to be able to grow on their own. They need help. I'll just make sure that they don't get any from me. Maybe we can get dinner when I get back to the city. Maybe. For now, I've got to run. I need to stop at a store on the way home, and it closes early. Sure. Are you sure it's not because I was a chicken in the face of danger? Danny, you're a brilliant mycologist, but these were extreme circumstances. Too bad we couldn't have called in a specialist. Someone who knew about this kind of stuff. And where would we find someone like that? Today I'm going to tell you a story of a kind of life so strange that you wouldn't even recognize it as intelligent until it was too late. It can take over those closest to you and join their knowledge to its hive mind. So today we ask the question, would you join the collective? Yes 